Hello and welcome to another episode of the Red, White, and the Blues podcast. I'm Daniel and I'm joined as always by my main bro, Chacho Nacho. Jason, how you doing tonight, sir? Yo, 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 what's <laughs> up, bro? Taco, happy new year. Happy new year. Woo, we made it a whole other year. A whole other year of podcasting in the books. We survived another year of being a Chelsea fan. That's nice. Yep. Nay, we're still here. We're still alive. We're still kicking. Um, somehow Chelsea is too, even though Todd Bowley's tried to screw us many times. Um, we're still here. Oh, so, yeah. Um, F you, Todd Bowley. We haven't said that in a while. We actually. haven't. We haven't. But, you know, the transfer window is officially open now. Um, Jason's favorite time of the year. Um, he loves those words. Uh, transfer window open is his favorite phrase. <sighs> Um, because he knows what's coming at the end of every episode now of the podcast. Um, there will be a transfer roundup. Um, Surely with, not with all of the rumors and innuendos and everything that Todd. Bowley, I quit. <laughs> everything Todd Bowley's trying to do to screw this team up. So you know, we'll cover all. I that. quit. <laughs> I already have to get up at six in the morning to watch this shit that Chelsea does every every weekend. <laughs> Hey, not going to lie, I slept in this weekend and did not watch the match live, uh, and I don't regret it one bit. Uh, having been sick for a week, it's like, nope, nothing can get me up to watch Chelsea play at 6.30 in the morning. That was the smart thing to do, actually. Oh, man. And the joys of technology and DVR and being able to record stuff. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, we won. We did, albeit... We didn't look good winning. <laughs> okay, yeah, that is that is true. So we went up like we were up three zero in seventy minutes. Mm-hmm. Like on the seventieth minute, we were up, and I told you this off air. I'll just say it because nobody <laughs> listens to this. I was like, ah, I think we got this game. Great time for a poop. <laughs> that was stupid. That there was no reason for me to do that. And so I'm looking at Fop Mob like the whole time while I'm in there. We let one in like three minutes later. Yep. Then we let their second one in. Yep. Like nine minutes later. I was like, I've only been in here for 10 damn minutes. Yep. Can I just poop in peace? Nope. Not when Chelsea's playing. No. <laughs> I was taking a shit. Chelsea was taking a shit. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. That you can't just depend on Chelsea to even have a bowel movement around here. Nope. <laughs> I'm upset. I was yeah. pretty upset. Yeah. I'm still upset that they ruined my poop. I like I was I was very mad while watching the match and then I calmed down and then I went back today to and watched the highlights again because I was like, Oh, I don't really remember very much from this match. And yeah. I regretted instantly watching the highlights. Um I mean, the, the crazy thing is, is if you look at the stats and then you look at like what Luton did and how the some of the chances that they had, 
They literally, in the second half, controlled the match. They ended up with more possession than we did. They had more XG yeah. than we did, more shots. We had more shots on target. They had more big chances created, more corner kicks. Um, And they freaking kept they, – they rattled the pole. They rattled the post three times, I think. Um, they ha- they scored they scored a goal. It got called off. Um, I think for offsides or something. I don't remember what it was called off. For. I just remember it got called off. So I mean, we literally were lucky to get out of there with a three-two win. Somehow we scored three goals. That doesn't ever happen. Um, but somehow we did. So yeah, I don't know. It it wasn't it wasn't good. And of course, freaking Ross Barkley scored. Um, King Ross. <laughs> King Ross score a goal. Um, that, that's Good for, for him. OG podcast listeners, if you know about King Ross, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, Ross freaking Barkley scored uh, because nobody apparently knows how to mark on corner kicks. Um, I'm talking about you, Matuweke. Um And yeah, I don't. I don't know. Cole Palmer has two two moments of brilliance. I still don't know how Matuweke's goal went in. I'm glad it did. I don't know how that it was a great goal. I, mean, I don't know how it went in. <laughs> yeah, it didn't look like it should have gone in. No, at all. Anyway, and then it no. did. So yeah, that was crazy. It was. I mean, because he was just sitting there doing his thing, and then just shoots the ball, and it goes top corner. I'm like, he scored. Oh. Fantastic. Great. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know. If there's, I, yeah, I don't know. This is weird because it's one of those games where we just didn't do well, but then Luton also just played to like how well we were doing in like the first 70 minutes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we get, three goals on them and they woke up. Yeah. And it felt like the roles were reversed in a way. Like it felt like Luton was playing our role and we were usually playing the role of spoiler. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, or like at least trying to make a comeback. Uh, the only difference between us and Luton, when we try to make a comeback, <laughs> we rarely ever look like it's going to happen for us. Yeah. And with Luton, at least like it looked like it was going to happen for them. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked like it should have happened for them. Um, even before we go three up, I mean, they they still had chances. Yeah, they did. Um, I was looking at the first half stats here. We only had fifty two percent of the possession. Yeah. Um, and then our expected goals were point three five to their point three. Uh, the only difference in the first half is they had five shots, we had seven. But we had six on target, and they had none on target. Yeah, they didn't get their but first shot count. on target till late. It was late yeah. in the match, and then they just pelted the freaking goal after that. Well, like our passing accuracy was only 84% uh, to their 83. We only uh, passed 30 more passes than they did the first half. So that, I mean, that's crazy. And then you said they, they kind of took over in the second. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they had more possession, more expected goals. More shots, more way more shots. They had double our shots, ten to five. They had way more shots on target, six to two. They had four big chances to our one. Um, uh, but we just didn't miss that big chance, which would have been Palmer's second, the third, goal, yeah, total goal. 
uh, their passing accuracy was just 84% to our 81%. We committed 12 fouls. Um, yeah, so I don't, I mean, like looking at it like that and kind of looking at the game overall, yeah, we're lucky. We're lucky <laughs> that we came away with three points, especially with the teams that have been going to Lutentown. And yeah. Lutentown are showing that they're no joke. Like, cause we won 3 0 earlier this year with Luton mm-hmm. back in August. And, um, Daniel and I have a handy dandy little, uh, thingy bob now. A little Excel sheet. Oh. <laughs> where we can, like, sort by team. Yeah. We beat them so, 3 0 at the bridge. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that was a different Luton, I think. That time, yeah. Um, well, I mean, they they drew pool at home recently, and then I yeah. think Arsenal. Did they draw Arsenal? Or did Arsenal come? I know Arsenal at least had to come back and beat them. Yeah, they lost to Arsenal um, three to four. Yeah, because Arsenal had to come back and beat them. Um, they drew. I think mean, maybe um, they lost to City one to two. Beat Newcastle. Newcastle. That's who it was. And then beat Sheffield. Mm-hmm. And then lost to us, but um, yeah. I mean, they're not. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're yeah, they're not a pushover team at all. They're not. I mean, people are talking about like, yeah, we should beat them, but they're not in. Luton is not currently in terrible form right now, so it's not like it wasn't a gimme. Like that's yeah. the thing, and we talked about this earlier in the season. I know on our preview episode, it's like I think that this year is like the the gap between all the teams is so much smaller this year. Any team can beat anybody on any given day. <clears throat> there really sure. is no, there really is no gimme games anymore. Like you used to could roll into a, a place like Luton town or the Sheffields or the Burnleys. And it was a guaranteed three points for every, like all the top six. It's not like that anymore. Like, I mean, you see city scraping out games against Luton. You see Arsenal scraping out games and then you see, you know, them beating a Newcastle and, you know, mm-hmm. so it's in drawing Liverpool top of the table. So it's not like that this is like, it, this isn't like it used to be in the Premier League. It Times are changing right. and the, the, the gap between the top teams and the bottom teams are not that much. So, you know, it is what it is at this point. So I don't, I mean, I can't, of course, we as Chelsea fans have known this for a couple of years now because we can't beat anybody at the bottom of the table. So, you know, <laughs> they're just finally so catching true. up to the the top six now. But this this season is just wild and crazy, man. It is a banana season already, and we're just now over a little over halfway through. So, yeah, the the at least the thing because usually the narrative is right. Like we play a team at the bottom, they play in a low block, we can't break them down. Right. Like, I would say Luton was pretty open for almost all of this game. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. If they had scored first, which it's weird because, like, we we all have the same plan. (laughs) Because our our plan is, like, score one, protect. Their plan is score one, protect. Mm -hmm. Uh, The only thing is, I I believe Luton could have protected. (laughs) There's Um, no way we're protected. We saw that. We were up 3-0 and still couldn't protect. (laughs) Well, I mean, the first... Palmer's first goal just kind of comes out of nowhere. I mean, he's almost yeah. outside the box. And he mm-hmm. just it it 
their defender pulled one of our defenders' moves. He pulled a DCC or whatever, yep. or bads now, yeah, and passed it like just directly a, just to a horrible pass. Yeah, yeah. Palmer runs into it and then just blasted in from outside the. I mean, like it was a great goal, but like is an mm-hmm. individual, like just give me goal. Yeah, that has happened to us this season. I forget who did that to us. Like it hey, happened it's, like it's, a while back. Anytime Shoot. Bob's in goal, it there's at least a chance yeah. of it happening every match. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. you know. Well, and I think it was Bob at like that point who passed it. Man, he passed it like to the left. It was the Declan, Big, tall, wasn't it? white guy. It was Declan. It, yeah, it was Declan. He, it was You're an right. Arsenal yeah. match when he passed it straight to Declan Rice and then he freaking yep. hit a banger. And that's why we drew the freaking match. Yeah, and that's basically yeah. what happened here. Only their defender did that. Yeah. Um, we did have like a nice little for the second goal. Mad scores it, and then Palmer gets the the assist. Yes. Yep. So, but he, um, uh, like we had like a nice little build up play, and eventually pops to Palmer, who passes it like from the middle of the pitch to Matueke, who's like just inside on the right uh, of their goal, and he kind of. He has it for a second and then just launches it yeah. near post. Like, I don't know. Like, it just looked the, – the goal looks so weird. It did. It really like, did. Like, I don't know how it went in. Their goalkeeper was just out of position. Something. But then that was that thing was also a rocket. So, it's like I don't even know if he would have saved it anyway. Yeah. But, like, that one also felt like, ah, oh, that's just an individual kind of comes mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Which is why we don't get counted for any big chances or have a really large expected goal tally in the first half. And then, like on the 70th minute or the 69th minute, Nico just has a great through ball to Palmer, who just dances around the keeper. But he like he took his foot and popped it over the top of the ball, and it like does a little jump over Mm -hmm. like the keeper's arm. And then kind of does a fake out, like on his left foot, and then like somehow gets it on his right and slots it in. Mm-hmm. Like he just kept it away from like he had a guy in front of him and a guy to the left, and he just kept it away from both of them. Faked them out enough after he goes around the keeper to just slot it in. I mean, it was so smooth. Yeah, like that's that's a good goal. Like that's mm-hmm. that's a freaking awesome, like well worked well-finished goal. The other ones were good goals for sure. And they were like bangers, but like at least like those felt like they came out of nowhere. So, so I don't know, man, it's like a weird game because like, it felt like it felt like we were the team. We were finally the taking on the role of the team that usually does that kind of stuff to us. Mm -hmm. Where, and we, and Luton had to chase the game. Um, they're going to feel hard done by that, I think. Like, they're going to kick yeah. themselves for letting us go three up and mm-hmm. then not being able to get something from it because they should have had something. I mean, it's like you said, they hit the woodwork three times. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, I mean, little bits of defensive brilliance from Silva at times, little bits of great goalkeeping from <coughs> Petrovic at times. Like, yeah, he it had was some just good enough. saves. Yeah. Gilchrist comes in and, like, yeah. Does, does his like 
manic <laughs> craziness. Yep. <laughs> you know, so. I love I love me uh, a good Gilcrest, a little Alfie Gilcrest appearance at the end of these matches we're getting now. He just comes <laughs> in and just be. He's just yeah. crazy. He's like the defensive Connor Gallagher. He's just all over the play. Except <laughs> yeah. he he actually seems a lot more disciplined than Gallagher. Like he actually can make a tackle without fouling somebody, and he's not out of control. Yeah. Um, so my favorite moment of his though was when we <laughs> it's getting to be the end of the game and like we have the ball like in their in their corner you know and so they finally get it out and Gilchrist just runs in and tries to like smash oh, yeah. and pass down with yep. his head mm-hmm. yep <laughs> so good it's 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 great to see that kind of energy he was like up for it he's like I'm gonna make the most of this and yep. that's what you love to see it is it is maybe we'll get to see him start this weekend which I doubt we will um I'm sure Potch will probably play the best 11 but um anyway yeah. we'll talk about that in a little while um yeah I don't know I think but the, the issue is still like you can't we can't keep playing DSC and Silva in the defense because yeah, yeah. It, it's two slow people like we can't have two slow guys in the back you need at least one fast guy to cover for the slow guy and mm-hmm. we're playing two slow people and it's just so freaking annoying. And, like, you could tell how pissed off. Like, I don't know if you saw it, but after the match, like, the camera was, like, going through all the Chelsea players. It's got to Tiago Silva, and Tiago Silva just pushes the camera, like, out of his face. He was, like, so pissed off, like, that we conceded. Yeah. And, I mean, he should be because, I mean, like, those goals. Like, the Ross Barkley one was just somebody wasn't marked on the corner. And then the other one, yeah. Silva and – DSC just let the guy run right yep. between both the middle of them. So it's like, and I don't know what's happened to our defense. It's gotten progressively worse as the season has gone on. That's 100% undeniable. So I don't know what's going on. Poch needs to fix the, the defense before he fixes anything else. But I don't have any real hope that's going to happen. So, yeah. I mean, how do you feel about our offense, though? Because, like, weirdly enough, like, we won the game on offense today. True. Or a couple days ago. (laughs) It's not today anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm glad somebody's finally scoring. Cole Palmer just carrying the team on his back right now, pretty much. Um, I don't know. Dude, what a signing. Easily best signing of the year. I mean, he's. I mean, I guess we'll see if the Nkuku signing comes good or not. But I mean, as of yeah. now, Palmer, halfway through the season, has been the best signing of the year, bar none, hands down. He, he's um, eight goals, four assists for twelve. Mm-hmm. His goals plus assists. What's crazy though, Nico's on seven goals and he's got two assists, so he's he's created nine yeah. goals. And Sterling's on five goals, three assists. So, he's on eight. So, I mean, this is a little bit better than last year for sure. Maybe we'll have somebody make it to ten goals this year, Jason. That would be nice. Dude. I mean, we were talking a few weeks back, though. I mean, now, granted, I don't think Nico is really – he might have scored one since then. I don't think Sterling has scored since we talked about this. And this was several weeks ago. But we were talking about um, Nico had seven at the time. Um, Sterling had five and Palmer had like a few less, mm-hmm. I think. And we were talking about 
can we get three people to score ten goals this season? I mean, that would be something. Why? Why why have we come to this? It used to be like we would have a 20-goal score and then multiple people score 10 goals. That's also like 20 years ago. Well, I mean, Hazard hasn't been gone 20 years, has he? No, 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 no. I'm exaggerating. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. I guess what... Costa Hazard, one of them two, has been the last one to score twenty goals for us in a season. If I had to, do you guess. want to hear our stats last season? No, I really top don't. Goal. Top is score, it, okay. Who, well, uh, who's our top? Skip, who skip our, this segment. Who was our top score? Was <laughs> it Jorginho <laughs> last year? No, no, because he left half. No, get take a wild guess. I don't know. I have no clue. It was Sterling. Kai Havertz. Oh, okay. Well, Kai Havertz had seven. I blocked him out from playing for us last year. <laughs> Sterling <laughs> had six. Jao Felix had four. Sterling had three assists. Ziyech had three assists. Mount had two assists. So, goals plus assists. Sterling, nine. Kai, eight. Mount, five. We didn't have anybody break... Goals, their goals and assists get over 10 last year combined. My gosh, yeah. that's so pathetic, man. Okay, dude, even like even um, 21 22, uh, Mount only he was the only double digit scorer for uh, goals and assists. Or double how many do you have? And assists. 11 goals, 10 assists. So he accounted for 21 goals. Kai had eight. Um, goals. Lukaku had eight goals. And then James had nine assists. Kovacic had five assists. So then the top three goals plus assists was Mount with 21, Reese with 14, and then Kai with 11. I don't know why I keep... Sometimes I'll switch their first names and <laughs> I don't know why I keep doing that. Uh, sorry, everybody. But then the season before that, 20, 2020, 21... The year we won the freaking Champions League, Jorginho seven. Yep, I remember Tammy this. Abraham six, Werner six, and then assist Werner eight, Mount five, Chilwell five. So goals and assist Werner fourteen, Mount eleven, Jorginho eight. Like, dude, this is insane. Like, this has been going on for years. Uh huh. Where anybody? I'm telling you, man. <clears throat> I just want somebody to to score ten goals in the season. Yeah. Maybe. Okay, check this out. We're just going to keep going for a minute. Okay. 19, 2019, 2020. Top goal scorer, Tammy Abraham, with 15. So that's the last time we had a double-digit goal score was... Outside Tammy. of Mount. Outside of Mount. Like a yeah. couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So we've had two, since 2019, 2020, we've had two guys that have scored over 10 goals in a season. Okay, here you go. 2018-2019, Hazard, 16 goals, 15 assists for 31. But then the next the next highest goals were Pedro at 8, and Ruben Loftus-Cheek at 6. And the next gosh. assists were Willian at 6, and Asfili Quinta at 5. <laughs> so then it went 31, and then the next goals and assists was 10, and then the next was 9. What for, tip for Pedro and then nine? Just how much Hazard carried us back then, man. I mean, really. I mean, then Hazard scored twelve goals the year before. Murata scored eleven. 
in okay. 2017, 2018. Um, I'm keep just go- going down. Keep going, going backwards. Here. When was the last time we had somebody score 20 plus goals for us? Hey, got it. Diego when, Costa. The, it was Costa. Okay. He scored 20. So that was 2016, 2017 season. And then Fabregas had 12 assists. So, um, so it goes Diego Costa with 20 goals, Hazard with 16, Pedro with nine. And then assist was uh, Fabregas with 12, Pedro with nine, and then Costa with seven. So Costa got 27 goals and assist, Hazard 21, and then Pedro 18. I mean, that's pretty banging. How many we, goals? That's the, year, how many that's the goals last year we did, won. How many goals did Fabregas have? Um, let me see. None. I have to look at all the. I have to click it. I have to click in. Uh, he didn't have much. He had five. five. I could have probably did the math on that. So, se- yeah. so 17 contributions. Yeah. Which we I'll won't just look have at top from, goal scorer. Oh, never mind. Which we won't have from a midfielder this year. Um, yeah. We'll be lucky to have 10 plus from a midfielder this year. Yeah. And even That's as far back as the Fop Mob stats go, by the way. Yeah. So, but anyway, it, it that was the last time sad. we won the Prem was when Costa mm-hmm. scored 20. Well, Sorry, I keep interrupting you. Oh no! When we had somebody that actually scored twenty goals a season, so yeah, good times. Oh, this is yeah. I don't know, man. It's. <laughs> I feel like that just depressed you. I don't know. It yeah, it does because I just want somebody to freaking score goals for this team, man. And I guess we're finally starting to get that, but now our defense sucks. So it's like yeah. we finally start scoring, and then our defense is on just a goal giving away splurge right now. It's ridiculous what our defense is doing. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't I mean, know. we still got plenty of injuries out until mid-January, too. Yeah, I mean, Batty so. Sheila and Lavia are both not training right now. So, there's – I guess we're stuck with Diossi and uh, Silva at center backs yeah. for a while. <laughs> Oh, fun times, man. Fun times. Fun times to be Chelsea fans right now. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, who was your player of the match, Jason? I, don't, I mean, it's, this one should be pretty easy this week. I mean, that's pretty easy. You yeah. got to say, Gilchrist came in and just showed <laughs> his medal. Like, I am pumped about how, like, for the badge that kid is. Um, I mean, he was, he only played what, like a few minutes in stoppage. Yeah. Like Like, five minutes. He came in super sub man, like to come in and really hold the game out. I would say that's why, you know, like he needs to be in the team. I mean, we just don't need to have him as a super. Okay. How long can I keep this going? It's cold (laughs) Palmer. People yeah. keep calling him Cold Palmer. He'll always be the nerd to us. He did his little. He uh, did his little celebration. Yeah, man. It was great. <laughs> I love his little celebration. I love. I love the personality he's yeah. gotten. Uh, I love like the the the. Uh, I guess the personality that has like been developed since mm-hmm. he's come in. I mean, he forty million from City, man. Like. What a what a buy compared to like all the other things we we've paid. Yeah. All the other players we paid through the nose for. Palmer is coming through in strides. Mm-hmm. So. 
Yeah, he is. Yeah, he definitely is. Cole Palmer for me. I would agree it was Cole Palmer. Um, do want to shout out Petrovic. I thought that was, despite him, which I guess I'm not blaming Petrovic for uh, our defenders not being able to mark um, goals, but he had a couple of uh, really good saves on some corners where he came out and claimed the ball, which I think is something that he had been lacking in his other matches. He hadn't really come out too much and claimed the balls off the corners. So it was good to see that. So, I'll shout out Petrovic for getting another win under your belt. Um, just pray to God that Bob has an injury set back. And <laughs> he uh, and Petrovic continues to get to play. Because I don't think I can take Bob being in the goal. Um, yeah. I, I, he's scheduled to come back at the end of January, maybe. Yeah, so I think so. I hope that Petrovic just cements him himself. I do say Because I've... I have felt more comfortable with him back there. I do too. I don't, I mean, like we talked about this last week on the podcast in that, yeah, he's not as good as playing out from the back as Bob is, Mm -hmm. but he plays more safely when he plays out from the back. Like Bob just, like we talked about earlier, passes the ball to the team way too much, has way too many dumb passes. And Petrovic so far, knock on wood, has not passed the ball to the other team yet. So, yeah, true. In that sense, he's better than Bob. So I don't know. I'm all for I'm all for Petrovic continually to get continuing to get to start over Bob, but I don't uh, think it'll happen. Gonna, I want to compare them. I mean, Petrovic only played what four games now, three games, four yeah. games, something like that. Yeah, it's probably not a fair comparison. So, um, but um, I do want he, to like just see how it's going. And he's also playing during our defenses, like, apparently their worst time ever, too. So, yeah. at least Bob got some good defensive performances in there. Because um, Petrovic hasn't got a single one yet. Yeah, I mean, we're talking Petrovic has only played 366 minutes compared to Bob's 1,400-ish minutes. Five matches played versus 16. Um, in that time, though... Uh, Petrovic has had one clean sheet. Bob's had three, and the save percentage has been is the same, sixty eight percent. Petrovic has conceded six goals. That's a lot. So, though, to be fair, <laughs> yeah. Quick match or quick math. That's one goal every sixty one minutes for Petrovic, and Bob has conceded twenty five goals. So, that's one goal every 57 minutes for Bob at this point. Yeah. I mean, actually, they're pretty on par. They really are. I mean, but I mean, but I think then you should go down to the eye test, and the eye test tells me that Petrovic doesn't pass the ball to the team. So, <laughs> by yeah. default, Petrovic wins. <laughs> yes, for sure. So, um, yeah, but I they're pretty much statistically... Even so, mm-hmm. I mean, I it, I don't think I think Bob will probably come back in despite the groans from this podcast. Yeah, weirdly enough, distribution stats wise, Bob has an eighty percent passing accuracy, and Petrovic has a seventy six percent passing accuracy. 
Yeah, and I think that's that doesn't surprise me. I figured Petrovic would have to be a little lower than that because he does play the ball longer. Yeah, more so yeah. than Bob did. Um, Bob just has a just he's I don't, he thinks he's better than what he is with the ball at his feet. Yeah, it's just he's average, but he thinks he's freaking messy with the ball at his feet. <laughs> and I don't know, it's annoying, but whatever, whatever. We'll only due time, Jason, in due time. Yeah, I mean, let's compare them when they have the same amount of minutes. Once yeah. Petrovic takes Bob's job. That's right. We'll compare them at the end of the season. Yes. That'll be great. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um. So, yeah. Anything else you want to add about the game? Anything else stand out to you at the Luton Town match? Um, yeah, I'm like of two minds of it, right? Like Because it's like, yes, it's great that we won. Um, the things that are concerning are still concerning. I don't, I, I, I like, it wasn't a great performance by any means. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure where to go from here. Like I, like the lineup was interesting. We had, we didn't really talk about that. Well, Broder at the we top, did. Nico we, on the left. Yeah. We didn't talk about the Yeah. I mean, that yeah. was, I mean, Moser. Picked up a knock, so obviously he didn't start. Interesting that, yeah. Jack, that Nico started over Sterling was the interesting <laughs> yeah. thing, I guess, in this one. Um, Pot still refusing to play uh, Matson at left back. Yeah. But that's. I, I am enjoying Matueke, though. He's like got two goals in two games right now. Yeah. So. I, I don't know. People are very high on Matueke. I just don't. I'm not, I don't know. There's something about him that I just, I'm not sold on him yet. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. Maybe it's because he's not great at getting back and defending, but then neither is Sterling. So yeah. it's like a wash for me. Um, He, I don't know. He try. I think the issue is for me, he tries to do too much by himself. Mm. Like he's too much and he's not good enough. Like I had never had an issue with Eden Hazard trying to do something by himself because I knew yeah. it's Eden freaking Hazard. Like he can do whatever he wants to. He's going to blow past the defense. And if he does, he's going to either pass it and get somebody a goal or he's going to score the ball goal himself. Madueke is not like that. He tries to do too much, you know, one-on-one. And there's a time and a place for that. But for me, it's just a little bit too much. I think that's what it is. I don't know. He hasn't yeah. been terrible these last two games, but he hasn't been like, oh my gosh. I mean, his goal was fantastic. I'll give him credit for that. But I mean, I guess it's not Sterling. So I guess I should just count it as that. Sterling's not playing <laughs> up there. And I like him better than I do Sterling. Yeah. So let's just leave it at that, I guess. Yeah, same. I like him better than Sterling. Uh, yeah, no, all your points are well taken. I heard somebody trying to spin that positively where uh, they just called his play direct. They said they it love is, how direct yeah. he is. And, and yeah. Yeah. So, like, I think everything that you said, and like, there is a directness to him that I really like. But yeah, if, uh, I mean, yeah, playing, I, maybe yeah. he hasn't played a lot this season. So, hopefully, like, some of the things we're seeing now will just improve. It's kind of like yeah. the Cuckoo thing as well. Like 
hopefully and Cuckoo will like be able to get into more matches and we can mm-hmm. figure out how to use them because what's weird about the Cuckoo situation is like how well we thought we had set up the team in preseason mm-hmm. and then what we've had to do injury wise and um and lineup wise because of that this entire season so there's already like a mentality of like halfway through the season before Nkuku finally gets to come in and play. And I just don't think he's found his spot. I think Matiweke is like trying to carve out his right now. And the hope is that he would be able to do it. Um, But like, what's really annoying is that it seems like we're perpetually in that mode. (laughs) And like, we can't play consistently. Like we don't, we don't have a consistent lineup. We don't have a consistent style of play. We're constantly playing people outside out of their position. Um, yeah, so I would say lucky win. Yeah, I mean, it's like fair. we we got lucky. We had two goals go in. It's lucky. I all the points well taken on Matuweke. Hopefully, he can. I mean, he can like carve it out. His, he is direct, and I and I, I get that, and I like that. That is like it's one of those things. It's like a love hate relationship with that. Because I think he is very direct in his play, and he's good at it at times. But I think he does it too much at times, and I think that's what I'm trying to say. And like I like, like there's you gotta there's a um you gotta know when to do it and when not to do it. And there's a time and a place for it. Um, like I mean, like despite his goal going in, like I don't think it was a good high percentage shot. But that's the crazy thing, like. But it went in, so you have to give him credit for it, and it was a good, it was a good goal. Um, so I don't know. In like I said, he's better than Sterling. He's definitely like I think he's what Sterling wants to be. Like Sterling tries to be that direct player, but Sterling can't dribble to save his life, and then whenever he does miraculously get around somebody, he'll screw it up. So right. he gets, Sterling gets lucky every now and then. Like Matuweke is. Like, I don't know. But my, my verdict's still out on him. And maybe it's just because I haven't seen him play enough. Yeah. And that could be a thing. And so hopefully, I, I'll be interested now, next match, uh, to see a Matueke, Palmer, Mudrick, and then a Cuckoo yeah. up top. Just to see. Because with, with Nico being gone now for AFCON for the next month, or depending on, yeah. I guess, on how long they stay in the cup, you know, or whatever. Um, I don't, I don't have confidence in Brozia leading the line. Um, not that I have mm-hmm. much confidence in Nico leading the line either, but um, I know Nkuku's not an out and out striker, but maybe play him there. Let just to put them four in the attack on the pitch together and let them try and cook and let them try and do something. Yeah. So, we'll see. Yeah, and I know, man, like, we didn't even talk about Broja, and I know that we're kind of in the wrap-up of, like, this game, but, like, God, like, he just didn't do much. Nope. He didn't do anything. He man. just, I, like, had high hopes for Broja, but, like, he's just never been consistently able to get in the team, and then once he is, it's like, I. what's crazy is that at this point, like, in the games, like, when we get a player that comes in and they just show high energy, we're like, oh, my God, we love them. Like, <laughs> Like Gilchrist, and yeah. it's just like it's like oh, finally a player who cares. But um, but then we just don't. 
I don't, I don't know. Like, we don't actually see them for what they are for a little while. And I think Broge is one of those players that, like, comes in, like, looks kind of up for it for, like, a little bit. And then mm-hmm. just – but anyway, I don't remember him in this game. I don't really remember Gallagher in this game. <laughs> like, no. Like, they just were kind of – like, Gusto was just kind of there, like, as well. Like, I mean, if, if like, those three players step up, right, like, like in this game and, like, in assert themselves more or, like, just be part of the team a little bit more in this game, like, in the way, especially with Gallagher and Gusto in the way that we know they can, um, I, I mean, I think this is a different game, but it, it's, it, it, all the games seem kind of like that. We have players that shut off for large periods of time while other players don't and we don't have all the players on. And I don't, we kind of see that sometimes when they come out at halftime, like they're just Mm -hmm. low energy. They don't really have a lot going on. They don't really think they need to do much or they're just not taking care to make the good pass. And they don't have enough energy to like even make a pass half the time. I don't know. That's what it seems like. (laughs) So I, I think that's weird. Like about like, if you look at the team and you look at how they play, like we had like two pieces of really good individual brilliance and then like one really good link up play. Mm-hmm. And the second goal with Mads can probably be like a, a bit. It was a good build up. Well. It was a good yeah. build up to get to the that point. Yeah. For sure. Um and and I don't want to take any credit away from like how good that goal was, but it's like at the end of the day, those first two goals feel like they just kind of came off of nothing. Or, like, mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Like, they just weren't really expected. Especially the first and, Palmer uh, goal. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, that one nice. just... Yeah, it, it it was just a defensive mistake on their part. And we capitalized. Yeah. But you got to capitalize but, on those mistakes. So Exactly. And that's the two minds thing. Like, wow, we actually capitalized this time. <laughs> but we look like shit. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's the weird thing. Like, I feel like maybe the last game was a little bit like that, too. We just... We're just not the type of team that's going to win dominantly right now. Yeah. And um, I just don't think we can expect that kind of performance. Even if we keep a clean sheet, we can't expect those types of performances. I mean, we're just like lucky to keep a clean sheet at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, man. I, I think we should just take all the wins that we can, which I'm not saying we're not doing that. Just kind of as a moving forward, maybe I'm just talking to myself. And just like, oh, just really celebrate that <laughs> and, and maybe understand like this. Because I think our expectations are still high, maybe. Yeah. Or like mine mine yeah. are in a way. Like I kind of I kind mine of still aren't. like hold on to this hope that Chelsea can like, that we'll see like a spark in that they'll like continue to build on it. Um, But then, and I, I don't know, I don't know where that comes from. Because like after that Brentford match, I mean, I was pretty pissed. Uh, like a like several weeks back, and had written off oh, this yeah. team, yeah. and I said that on the pod. Mm-hmm. And I still don't really believe that this team can't accomplish that much. But it's like there's still like a pride in Chelsea. I think that makes me go, ah, but we're freaking Chelsea. Like we can do this. Yeah. And this team just constantly lets us down. Um. So I think I'm still getting used to that in a way, and that's probably my closing statement. Like <laughs> I'm having trouble like getting on board. I've I I've already said this is my least favorite Chelsea team we've had to cheer for even last yeah. season, but like last season you could blame a lot of stuff like this season they're just like you can still blame a lot of stuff but like you can't blame oh well we had four managers 
you can't blame like you can't blame like the tumultuousness of it. Like we've had like a pretty like like we had a team at the beginning and the injuries, yes, we can still blame stuff on injuries, but but like there has just been some sort of like at least there's one manager. At least there's <laughs> like one I don't manager. know what he's doing half the time. Yeah. But anyway, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just rambling at this point. I'm, this is what this team does to me. That's the concluding <laughs> statement. You, everybody saw it firsthand. I'll shut up about this game now. But anyway. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's much else to say about this match. It is what it is. We'll move on to the next one and see what happens. Um. So, and play the dramatic music now, Jason. If we had some, you'd add it in right here and post at it, you know. da 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 do 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 Transfer roundups! Yay! <laughs> no, I just got a couple of notes. I don't notes. even know where we are transfer news-wise. Uh, I just got a couple of notes. Uh, apparently, uh, Dortmund is making inquiries about uh, Ian Matson. Um, they want him for on loan for the rest of the year. We would like... We're okay with that, but we would also like them to include a buy option. In the, or not, a, I think a guaranteed uh. purchase option. Which is understandable. I like Matson, but apparently Potch doesn't rate him. So whatever. I don't at this point in time. Who knows? Um, and what is Ian? Ian Matson's one of our academy products. Yep, he's a freebie. So he's a hundred percent profit. Hundred percent profit on the books. Yeah, one of the pure um, profit players. Pure that profit. We love at yeah. Chelsea nowadays. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then Gallagher. Uh, I think Fabrizio said. We've finally started contract talks with him. Nothing's progressing. Uh, but if something north of $60 million comes in for Gallagher, the owners will be hard-pressed not to take the offer. Yikes. Yeah, just sell our Why? Best. I don't know. Because it's, it's pure profit, Jason. Pure profit. Look, remind me, because like, Chelsea is just a never ending shit show <laughs> and with so much happens all the time. But like yeah. when we were talking like at the beginning of the season, right? Like, yeah. Was one of the things we talked about, like, why are we bringing Lavia in? Yeah. When we have Gallagher and yeah. like, it's the spite by. Yeah. Of that, thing. That's my theory. <laughs> like, but this is what the worry was, right? Like the yeah. worry was if we're bringing all of these people in and we're like clogging up the midfield, who's going to go. Yep. Well, it's probably going to be Gallagher. I thought that we talked about that. Maybe not. If we, we didn't, did. then it's become very obvious now. No, okay. I'm pretty sure we had conversations about that because it made sense back then and it makes sense now. And it sort of leads me into the next point of Santos, who is supposedly fixing to come back from loan um, because he's not getting oh, yeah. any playing time. So... This you will then be trying to find another team for him to get loaned out to. It can only be an English team because of whatever FIFA rules and because he's already been loaned to an English team. He has to go back to another English team the rest of the year. But if he stays, and, and that's the thing. It's like we bought Santos. We have Chuck, who we forget about, which is Hurt, who is finally coming back. Uh, he started training again, which is good. Um, You got Ugachukwe. Another midfielder. Yeah. You have Santos, who we bought. You have Casado. You have Enzo. You have Lavia. That's seven freaking midfielders, all like 21 years and younger. Yeah. How are you supposed to play all those people? You can't. That doesn't count. Now you got Palmer, 
who I guess is can play more of the wing. Um, I mean, this like, makes wh- perfect sense to me. <laughs> Whoever, oh, I will say this has been a bad loan because he's only played seven minutes. At yeah, Force. it's been a terrible loan. Terrible yeah. loan. That's really stupid. Like, mm-hmm. what? What's the point in loaning him out? I mean, he's only nineteen years old. To be fair. But still. But what's the point? He's like supposed to be a prodigy, so you want your prodigies to play. So, yeah. I mean, we could have freaking sent him to wherever. What's what's our other uh, what's our other club that we own? Salts. Oh, uh, what is the name of that? I've already forgotten it. Hold I've on. forgotten too. It starts with an S. Well, I'm. I'm it's too late. Salzburg. Enough. Salzburg. It is Salzburg? No, it's not. I didn't think so. I was Stra- like, That's it's Strasburg. Strasburg. There we go. It's yeah. one of them Bergs. Yeah, I mean, you could have <laughs> sent him over there, guaranteed him playing yeah. time. Like, it, it's it's one of those things. Like, it's just a crapshoot at this point in time, man. And it's dumb. We saw another young African player, too, the other day. I don't forget who it was. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Um... I don't know, man. I'm over it. I'm over this. That's all the transfer news I got, Jason. So, um, I am reading Nottingham Forest website right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the title of this is Chelsea hit problem over Andre Santos' future ahead of Nottingham Forest exit. What's interesting is apparently they're paying a financial penalty every time he doesn't play. Good. Maybe we can recoup um, some money. So. Potch is apparently viewing him as one for the future. So loaning him out won't be as straightforward, as you said, because he can only go to an English club pretty much. Yep. Um. So anyway. All right. So we the, move on. Oh, sorry. You got something else? I was just going to say, if ZH comes back, though, that opens up an international loan slot. I don't think ZH is coming back, though. But, man, wouldn't you? Come on. Come on, Daniel. It's ZH. You remember him? Do you remember him? You 21s, man. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I I wonder what his, um, I don't want to look it up, but I just wonder what his wage bill is. I mean, that's stupid. I thought we sold him. I did not realize he was still loaned. Like, that's crazy. That we so we had, yeah, because we have to open up an international slot for him to go. Because apparently Strasbourg will want Santos. Good. Let Santos go to Strasbourg. If it means we yeah. have to take Ziyech back and let him ride the pond for the rest of the year and train with the U21s, that's fine with me. I don't care. Um, <laughs> anyway, that that's my caveat to that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, Chelsea, uh, we open up uh, FA Cup play this weekend, Jason, with uh, Preston. Um, we hate the other teams on this yeah. podcast. So they currently sit 14th in the championship. Uh, they're averaging 1.19 goals a match, and they're con- get conceding 1.69 goals a match. Uh, so, nice. Know, how are you feeling about the match this weekend, Jason? I'd, I'm feeling a little frisky about it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Like frisky as in we're going to destroy them or frisky as in we're going to screw this up and get knocked out in the third round of the FA Cup? <laughs> uh, frisky as we're going to win. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean that that is a fair question. <laughs> I mean, I just wanted to clarify for our audience out there. You know, <laughs> I mean, could be frisky in another. No, I don't, I don't know what that is. <laughs> could be a frisky draw. I mean, could I'm be not a, going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Frisky right. draw. That's what I meant. <laughs> um. Yeah, dude. All right. So you want my prediction? Yeah. What's your prediction? All right. This is when. Okay. So caveat for a second. Uh oh. Sidebar. I I went through because my one of my main duties on this podcast was to create a spreadsheet for our predictions. You said duties. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Sorry, everybody. Sorry, 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 distractions. Sorry. One of my main responsibility duties <laughs> on this podcast has been to keep track of our damn predictions. <laughs> Um, and I finally went back through every episode and I do want to, I do want to state for the record that it's not just that easy to find the predictions because one, Daniel will ask me a prediction and I'll go on this long winded, stupid caveat like this. So when Daniel says, Hey Jason, on to predictions, it could be anywhere from like <laughs> one to 10 minutes before I finally make one as this episode will be. But I'm going to write all the wrong, or I have writ all the wrongs, in that I've gone back and I've found all of Daniel and mine's predictions, and now they are in a nice, beautiful spreadsheet. So, every single time we go forward now, because I had missed, like, probably a solid, like, 15 matches. It took me, like, an hour and a half to do this the other day. So, now, it'll be a running thing. But uh, one of the things that did happen also that made the predictions thing hard was Daniel would go, okay, I predict this score. And then like five <laughs> minutes later would change it. <laughs> yes, I do do that. So truthfully, oh, you said doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sorry. Sorry about that. Um, but anyway, so I just want to, I don't know why I wanted to tell that story. Um, but, oh. I remember. We haven't gotten a prediction right. <laughs> I haven't got one right since on Since October year. 28th. No, no. October 21st. So, to be fair, I have correctly predicted three of our draws. Weirdly enough. So, I have three correct predictions. And Daniel has not predicted anything. Now, nope. I think... If we had like a community, I would put this question out to the communities. But since we don't really have one, I am going to um, just say that Daniel and I have to figure this out. But uh, I think Daniel should at least get half a point for predicting the win against Tottenham. Because upon re-listening to that episode, you were so damn confident that we were going to win. And so I would think you need a half a point for that. No, we have agreed to give me half a point for the West Ham match back in August because I predicted the right scoreline, just not who would win. And so I I will give up that half a point if Daniel, you cannot also have your half a point. That's fine. But anyway, Our half a we can work this off off camera. <laughs> okay, they cancel out. Okay, so anyway, I'll turn those to red with my fancy dandy, dandy fancy, fancy handy fancy. dandy <laughs> color color system. Okay, anyway, all that aside, um, I I predict we will go through this pretty easily. 
It's just whether or not I predict they'll score. Yeah. Is the hard part for me. So official predictions right now, in case future Jason has to go back and listen to this again. <laughs> um, I'm going to predict. Oh, okay. I'm feeling frisky. I'm going to go 3-0 us. We go through the next round. Yeah. So it's either going to be something like 3-0 or we're barely going to scrape it out and win 1-0. So I'm going to go opposite of you and we're going to win 1-0. Okay. So you pick 1-0. I'm putting it in now. And I pick 3-0. See, I almost, my my two options here were 4-0 or 1-0. That was the two ways. I'm saying <laughs> it's going to be yeah, one yeah, nil yeah. because they're going to play a low block. Just my right, right. gut feeling. And it's going to take us all match to break them down. And we're going to be cussing at our televisions. And yeah, yada, yada, yada. Same old, same old Chelsea. We squeak by with a one nil win. Yeah. Okay. I totally get that. Yep. So that's my prediction. So we both predicting a win. There's at least that. Yeah, I I mean, now that you've said your reasoning, I'm sad that I picked 3-0. <laughs> well, like I said, my backup was 4-0, so it's going to be one of those two. It's either I think we either crush them or we barely squeak it out and just go opposite end of the spectrum. I'm just going to go 1-0. I mean, it's a smart move. You're playing like the $1 bet on the prices right right now. I'm just going to predict 1-0 victories until I finally predict something right. There has to be at least one game for the rest of this year that we win 1-0, and I'll at least get on the board. That is a solid strategy, my friend. Um, okay, so this episode comes out... Tomorrow, Wednesday. Two, Tuesday. Okay, Wednesday. but then after the game, that episode will come out like the next Tuesday probably. So we don't have to predict the midweek match yet no. for Middlesbrough of the next week. Okay. Mm-mm. Yeah, we're we're good there. Yeah. Um well just to clarify, if I would have pre- if I would have predicted one nil victories for every match this year, I would only have one win. <laughs> oh <laughs> wow. Only, okay. We've only won one match, one nil, and that was against Brighton in the FL Cup. <laughs> so Weirdly enough, okay, I'm going to filter this out by Prim because we also have the EFL stuff in there. So, oh man, I don't like the way Google filters stuff, but it's fine. Okay, so, okay, yeah, weird. Hey, yeah, weirdly enough, though, we have two 2 nil victories. We do? Three. No, sorry, you're right. Two, two, uh, and then a loss. Two nil. I was looking at the yeah, one. and yeah. another two nil loss. So yeah. wow, a lot of twos on this board. Yeah, there are a lot of twos. We do like twos. So yeah, we've only scored three goals in three games this year. Two of them against Luton. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one against Brighton. That's weird. Burnley. We beat Burnley four one. Oh, sorry. I was, yeah, I was going solid three, but you're right. Like, if we go, oh, over, oh, solid three. Oh, my bad. My bad. Yeah. My bad. We beat, yeah, we beat Burnley 4 1 and Tottenham 4 1. Yeah. When you start putting it that way, it sounds like okay. And then you start seeing all the red with the eight yeah. losses that we have. For sure. That's not great. 
Yep. But anyway, those predictions are officially in. Yep. Um. Anything else you need to add, Jason? No, no, no. I am uh, so happy that we're doing this in the new year. Yes. And I, I hope I wish Chelsea great success. I did not eat any black eyed peas or collard greens or whatever else these superstitious southeastern United States thinks we need to eat on New Year's Eve to win money or have good luck. Um, but I I do wear blue underwear every time I watch Chelsea play, and that's enough for me. Yeah. Um same. I didn't have anything special. I just had I did have some Popeye's chicken tonight, which was absolutely delicious. Um Ooh, lucky. Yeah, I did have some Popeye's tonight. Uh but yeah, um, yeah, I guess, Jason, just uh, tell these people where they can find us these days. Yo, for some reason, we're still on X. X is, like, still around. Like, that's crazy. We're also mm-hmm. on Substack. Daniel writes amazing things. I, like, cleaned out my email today. I always get an email when Daniel writes something. Uh, and I get the article right in my inbox. So, you can go to our Substack, and you could sign up, and you can see all the amazing things that Daniel writes and I was uh, rereading through some of them. Daniel, you're a good writer. Like, I mean, it's pretty yeah. awesome and funny and yeah. enlightening and very thoughtful. So yeah. I would like to written, say that to our audience. Like, I haven't written anything writer. in a month. Thank you, sir. Yeah. But I haven't written anything in a month. I've been lazy. I can't quit being lazy and write. No, I, but I also don't help you with that. We're, we have jobs, y'all. Like we have like this, we can't make full dollars from this yet unless you listen, rate and subscribe. So what's all, what's all the crap people say on YouTube? Oh, hit that like button and subscribe. When people say that, I like tune out. I'm like, I will not hit your like button. (laughs) But anyway, you don't have to like us. You don't have to do any of that. But if you want to read some really fun things exclusively from Daniel at this point, because I'm the lazy one. Daniel is not the lazy one. You can find us on X and Substack at red, white blues FC. Yeah. Um, check us out, uh, Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast at these days. Um, happy new year. Until next time, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Oh yeah, you'll catch us on the flip side in 2024. Flippity floppity.